I want to welcome you all as we come to celebrate this liturgy. Also welcoming our college students, their parents, their friends, and relatives. I know as we gather as people of God to things we do, we give thanks to God, and we also pray for one another. That's why we gather as a community. I begin by telling you a story that happened to me a few years back. I was still at the seminary and I had like a one-week vacation, so I chose to fly back to Uganda. And the flight that I got was flying from Midway Airport, then I was supposed to go to JFK, then connect to Uganda. When I got there, something happened to the plane. So the plane was not leaving. Now, in my mind, I was saying, I don't care. I have to be in JFK to connect my flight. So they were so kind and say, we are sorry, can do nothing for you. I say, you should be doing something. At this time, I am getting so nervous. I'm getting so mad. But then she says, well, there is a flight at O'Hare that is going to JFK. If you want, I can put on that flight. But it leaves in two hours. I said, yes, I'll take my chances. Of course, I get my luggage. I'm running out of the airport like a crazy man. Get the taxi to the airport. As I pull in like this, the gate closes. Now this time, you could know what's going to my mind. You think I was praying? No. <laughs> so I go to the counter, tell me, so sorry, so sorry, this is an easy happening. They say, what can I do? I missed my flight to JFK, so what can, I, what, do you, what can you do for me? She says, there is another flight that's leaving to Europe, but leaves in six hours. I say, okay. So I had nothing to do, calm myself down, hung around the airport for six hours, then at 7 p.m., the flight came in, and I had to go through Canada. From Canada to Brussels, from Brussels to Nairobi, from Nairobi to Uganda, 36 hours. Now, I had one week of my vacation, and it's now being wasted. So I'm kind of myself, I say, well, there's nothing I can do. So as I'm on a plane, we go to Canada, we switch planes to Brussels. I sit next to a woman whom I didn't know, of course, I had my collar. And the woman, of course, I had my jacket on, of course, I pull my jacket down, they bring the food. I've been praying if I eat my meal. And this woman begins crying and says, I've been asking God to give me a sign because I was going to take my life but you are that sign. I said, oh, which sign? She told me she had lost her husband in a car accident. Her sister died the following week and her mom died of cancer the same week. So she was done with life and says, I'm going to end this, I'm done suffering. So when I'm sitting on my plane, I said to myself, okay, this is why I've been spring all my flights to meet one person. And that's how God always does. He's going to interrupt our lives. What we have to do is to be open to these interruptions. Because God never gets tired of us interrupting him. And so he will interrupt your plans because he wants you to meet someone, to touch someone 
in your life. Is it nice? Not really. Is it annoying? Yes, it does. But guess what? It's God's call. It's not our call. Our reading today are reminding us of what faith is. It's a realization of the unknown. Our believing that we don't know what the future brings, but we know who holds the future. That's our faith. So my sermon today, I want to focus on two, three, three things, which I call the three Bs for all our college students. Three Bs. The first B is to believe. The second B is to belong. And the third B is to behave. Three things. Believe, belong, and behave. So what does it mean to believe? We are children of God, and God loves us. But God wants us to bring our faith in him. As we have faith in our parents, so they're there for us. We trust them. The same faith God expects from us. So as you're going to college, God is telling you, I am going to be with you wherever you go. Where you go in college today is not an accident. I know you wrote applications to get in there. That's all nice. But God had the final say, even if you think you chose it. He thinks this way you belong, and this way I want you to thrive, to become the person I want. So believing in God is number one. Realize that God loves you, is going to take care of you, and he holds your future. Whatever you're going to study, remember, it's what God wants you to achieve through that. Open wide your heart and accept what God is communicating to you, what God is saying. Now, belong. We belong to the church. The church, through the church, God nourishes us, gives us the sacraments, the graces, above all, the community to support us. Now, most of you, some of you go to Catholic colleges, that's good. Some of you not Catholic colleges. So my advice for you when you go to college, look for parish. Okay, on the first day, go look for parish. Don't wait until Sunday morning to look for parish because you won't go. I've been there, I know how it works. So make sure when you go, if you go Friday or Wednesday, look around, find a church, find a community. This community is going to be supporting you, encouraging you, praying for you. Because in a community, that's how God blesses us. That's why we have our parents here today, because your first blessings came through your parents. God blessed you through them. Don't, you can't say, well, I don't like my mom. Sucks to be you. God's choice, not your choice. So whatever it is, God knew that this is the perfect mother for you, perfect parent for you. They may have their weaknesses as human beings, but God was not stupid to pick them to be our parents. So just remember that we belong to a community, our faith community, our family community that supports us. Lastly, behave. There's so many temptations in college, that's true but I want to remind you that you are a child of God and you have to behave like one. Can people see that you're a child of God? Because by the way you act, by the way you speak, by the way you relate, what you stand for, what you stand against, 
must reflect your faith in God. Because we know it's only that that God is going to make our life meaningful. The way I behave must reflect that I believe in God, that I belong to community. So you don't become a scandal to the community and to God. So as you prepare to go to college, let's remember one thing, that God asks you to do one thing. In everything you do, wake up in the morning, go into class, I ask you to put God first. I don't care if you're going to do chemistry class, biology, it's a horrible class. Yeah, we deal with them. But in everything, put God first. Because once you put God first, God is going to do the heavy lifting for you. But if you want to do the heavy lifting, good luck. You'll be stressed, you'll be complaining, calling your parents, how you so difficult. It's not. They were there. So also, as you put God first, enjoy your time in college. Three years, two years, four years, it's not much time. Before you know it, you'll be out of college. So enjoy your time in college. Be faithful, be open-minded. There's so many distractions, especially to your faith. There's so many pressure that negates your faith in college. It's so hard to live out your faith in college sometimes. But if you know who you are, you're a child of God, you belong to God's church, and you behave as God's child, you'll succeed. Because everything we do belongs to God, comes from God, and we find meaning in God. So your parents are here to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you at the end of this Mass, asking God to bless you, protect you, and to give you a wonderful year growing in knowledge and wisdom. The Lord be with you.